Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio as always, Randy, the renegade of resolution. <laughs> Exton, what's up, buddy? Happy New Year. Happy New, Happy New Year. You've got a special guest in the house, my personal tax strategist, the tax goddess, Shana Veckerlein. <laughs> How are we doing? Absolutely fantastic. Oh, Veckerlein. Veckerlein. So she's very German. A couple of things to announce before we get deep into the weeds here about numbers and taxes. We do have our automation workshop still open registration. We got a few seats left for that. That is February 6th and 7th. What is the website, Randy? Oh, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash automation. Very cool. So I want to get into the weeds here because we don't have a ton of time. I know I've been trying to get you on the show for what since the growth summit. Shauna, the tax goddess, was our number one rated speaker at that event. I don't know if I told yeah. you that. Or not. Face face melted. And <laughs> for a lot of reasons, big tax strategy savings that a lot of guys and girls in the room, gym owners are having no clue yeah. what's going on with the taxes and, and why they make money and then it's all gone at the end of the year because they're writing these huge checks and stuff. I mean it's all good stuff. We're gonna talk about how to shelter some of that cash so you're not paying Uncle Sam all of your profits every single year so you can actually grow a little bit. This is the perfect time to do that because honestly, January 1st, right? Everyone starts to think about taxes at the end of the year, Mm -hmm. right? You start thinking about it maybe middle of November, but then the holidays are here. You're more focused on Christmas, on Thanksgiving, on whatever it is, then on putting in place these strategies that you need to have in place to save taxes. So starting January is the time to do it. Yeah. That's why I wanted you on this episode because you've had some calls with some gym owners recently and- I don't know if you can divulge all the info, but I know there's some <laughs> some, <very> <laughs> some six figure savings uh, for some of these gym owners. Six? Fi- can you imagine not writing six figures but keeping the six figures mm-hmm. in your accounts mm-hmm. instead of writing Uncle Sam? So I've used Shauna for I mean five six years now, seven maybe. Yeah, longer than that. I think we're getting there. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're old. But uh, I've been using Shauna and, you know, and the reason I found you, I didn't know a person like you existed. And I'm going to want you to talk about the three types of the accountants sure. and stuff. I said to myself, if there was just somebody out there that could be in, like on my team, making sure and looking out for my best interest to make sure that I'm not paying, overpaying in taxes. Because the one thing you know very well is I'll pay my fair share of taxes, no problem, but not a penny more. Yeah. Because there's yep. laws that you, gym owners out there, don't even know exist yep. that are in place that if you're CPA or whoever's doing your accounting or taxes, they don't know about this stuff. You're losing big money. And so yep. when I found you, I think we're, I don't even want to know, what, what, <laughs> how much money have we saved? Total over the time that I've known you, I think it's been almost 700000 somewhere in there. Can you believe Jesus. that? Yeah. You know, no. <laughs> No. Can you believe that, guys? Seven hundred. So without Shauna, I think you've paid for yourself. I think. At this point. <laughs> yeah. 
I'll sign you up for another year. <laughs> so why don't you do this real quick? Because this yeah. really sets the tone. Give us the three examples of the accountants, the types. Absolutely. Okay. So there's really two different things that you need to look at when you're looking at your financial team, right? So to back up here, your financial team, you might have an attorney, you might have a financial advisor, you might have an insurance person, and then most people have a CPA. CPA. Right? So yeah. CPA stands for Certified Public Accountant. Most people believe that their CPA is a tax strategist, right? That that CPA every year when you bring in your files to do your tax return, that your CPA is actually digging through and finding all of the little nooks and crannies, <laughs> okay? CPAs are not trained to do that. CPAs are trained to file your tax returns and make sure that the IRS never calls you. Mm -hmm. That's really their job, right, is to kind of protect you. Right? Playing defense. They're playing defense. Well, if you want those kinds of savings and you want to use the strategies that are out there, you need someone playing offense on your team, right, Boom. as you said. Love this. Yeah. So a tax strategist. All right. So you start off the very basic level is your CPA. Would it be bookkeeper? Well, yeah. You've got your bookkeeper in-house, in right? House, Typically yeah. in-house. Your bookkeeper, their job is to take the transactions you do, right? You go, you went to Office Max, you bought something. They take the transaction. They put that into your books. Okay. Typically, your bookkeeper and your CPA will have a conversation, and your CPA will say, yes, I agree, bookkeeper. That is an office supply. Check, right? You put it in the right category. Lovely. End of conversation. Okay. Mm -hmm. Neither your bookkeeper nor your CPA are looking at those strategies. So the third person that you need on that team is the tax strategist. And those people are extremely specialized. So there are 660,000 CPAs okay. in the U.S., according to Google. Okay. There are 60,000, 60,000 that are masters in tax. So those are the beginning of the specialties in tax. Okay. okay. So we'll go back down. 660,000 CPAs. CPAs. Yeah. 66,000? 60,000 okay. masters so just in under tax. 10%. Just yep. under 10%. Yep. Okay. Are what? Masters in tax. Okay. Masters okay. in tax. Got yep. it. So that's the beginning level of starting to specialize in tax. Okay. okay. Then you have certified tax coaches. Those people specialize in taxes and tax strategy, right? Yep. There's only 600 of those. Okay. 600 in the entire, 604 in the entire U.S. 604 out of 660,000. Is this 1%? If you want to talk about how great she is at her job, she just nailed <laughs> the number of people that have the job to a n hard number. 604. 600 was not clear enough. 604. The CPAs would have taken 600, guys. There's tax coach that's not good enough. No. All right. 604 no. is the answer. 604. This nice. is what we're going with. Yes. Okay. So, so you've got the 660, the 60, the 604. The final and top layer of that are what are called certified tax strategists. Okay. okay. There's 15, one five, and Tim, you have one of those on Get your team. What? Yeah. <laughs> you have one. You know, I've been underselling you for a long time. Because <laughs> I mean, I knew it was limited, but I thought it was it's limited. the 200 range. I think when we were doing like, talking yeah, the funnel yeah. things and stuff like that. Yep. Wow, I am way it's underselling you. It's come way down. Well, and honestly, a lot of the reason why there are so <laughs> few of the specialists yeah. is because every day a new tax strategy comes oh, out. Oh, sure. Every single day, right? And as you guys know, you guys are experts in automations and experts in a lot of these things in your field. Mm -hmm. If you are not working with someone who's an expert in their particular field, i.e. tax strategy, you're not going to know all the things. So here you are. You're talking about gym owners. You're talking about business owners of any kind. Mm -hmm. You're certainly not an expert in taxes. That's no. why you hired a CPA to kind of protect you in the first place, yep. right? Yep. Let alone all of the different levels of strategy. So thus you have people like Amazing. me. Amazing. <laughs> so, okay. So, so guys, you're 
eardrums are being tickled right now with some knowledge. <laughs> like you, we're in great company here. So thank you for coming on the show. I mean, this could be an amazing show. So <laughs> Um, one of the things that I liked about you when I first met you, Sean, is like you broke it down. You broke that down. I didn't remember the 15. If I, I would have known that, that's even better. But you told me that every CPA, somebody that's submitting your taxes to the IRS has a threshold of what they're willing to push the envelope, yes, right? Absolutely. And what I mean by pushing the envelope, making sure that you're getting the most return for your time and yep. you're not raising any red flags to the IRS yeah, because the audit team would come down and that's like, it scares the crap out yeah. of business owners oh, as yeah. an audit. Yeah. And especially when early on, before I owned my business, I was doing TurboTax and all that stuff. And there's gym owners out there doing TurboTax <laughs> Turbo right now. No. Like That's okay. We'll fix it. Well, we, can fix, <laughs> we can fix it. And so you don't want to get audited because if you right. go audited, right. you can end up like going to jail and everybody's scared and everybody's like nervous. But you said, okay, so everybody has this threshold of one to 10. And you yeah. were telling, kind of telling me that people that are normally trained are kind of living in that five, six lane because they don't want to actually, it's extra work for them if they get audited, right? You got it. Yeah. So do you mind? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm already like so passionate about hold this. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> she goes, I'm more of like an eight. Nine, Tim. Yeah. Tim that... Tim's a fifteen, by the way. <laughs> we have to job. pull him Shana, back. Shana plays offense and special teams for Tim. Just to let you know. I'm like, let's go fifteen. Can yeah, we do yeah. it? She's push like, it, no. Push it. So go ahead and give the range because that <laughs> you got it. You got it. So the scale we call it the scale of aggression, scale and it goes from zero to ten. Okay. So most CPAs, right? We were talking about those bookkeepers, the CPAs, the strategists, kind of going up the scale. Okay. So most bookkeepers and CPAs are going to live in the zero to four. Okay, range. Okay. Okay. Because you're right. A CPA who's filing a tax term, what did we say earlier? Their job is to protect you to never get an audit, right? That is their job is to make sure that you never, ever get into an audit. Yeah. And if that means overpaying your taxes, they're going to have you do that yeah, because they, they don't, don't want the work and they don't want the work. Sure. Right. Because if you get audited, that it's means hours and hours and hours of their time, time at no additional charge, right? That's a loss to them. They sure. don't want to do it. Is okay. It, let's put that in perspective right, real <laughs> quick. Seriously. Yeah. They're not looking out for your best interest no, because not. if they get audited, they have to do free work. So mm. why do the free work? Let's just push this tax return. Yeah, we could have saved them 30 grand if we kind of pushed the envelope, but that's not worth Let's it. Let's not getting. take the yep. risk of additional okay. work on yep. my end. Go yep. ahead. I cut yeah. you off right well, now. And okay. that's okay. The business owner doesn't know any better. And that's the part that just breaks my heart. It just absolutely drives me insane because business owners don't know that they overpaid 30000 They looked at their tax term when the CPA finished it and they said, well, last year I paid 20000 and this year I made more money. So this year I'm paying 30000 That seems reasonable. Reasonable. Got it. <laughs> like, that could drive me insane. But there's only so few of us, right, that do these strategy things. Okay, so let's go back to the scale of aggression. Now, every single business owner has to make their own choice, okay? You've got some business owners like Tim that want to be at a 15, right? we got to <laughs> kind of yank him back a little bit. And then you have other business owners that they themselves, you know, Shauna, I'm kind of happy at a three or a four. Okay, a three or a four doesn't mean that you don't get any strategies. It just changes which strategies we apply mm -hmm. because some strategies have a level eight, nine, 10 kind of level to them. And you have to be willing to, if we get into an audit, then it's all above board, right? It's all protected. It's all still fine. 
But there might be a bigger chance. And we'll talk about chances here in a minute because mm. bigger chance is not what you're thinking, which Got is it. kind of fun. Okay. But, you know, there are some people that want to live in that two, three, four, but they still deserve. You're a business owner, by damn it. You're making jobs for this country. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start pounding on the table. But, you know, you deserve to have all of the benefits that you can. So even if you're only at a two, three or a four, that's okay. But instead of getting you a $700,000 refund, let's get you a $50,000 refund. I'm sure you could still do things with that $50,000. Sure. Yeah. No doubt. So I think the biggest thing for you as a business owner to understand is where do you feel like you sit on that aggression scale? Okay, so let's talk about an eight. And I'm an eight. Okay, so I'm ex-KPMG. And KPMG is one of the big four accounting firms that are remaining. Okay. So the reason why that's important is because it's all about that training, right? It's all about those layers and layers and layers of certified tax coach, certified tax strategist. It's all those layers. If someone approaches you to do a level eight strategy, but they don't know what they're doing, you are going to get audited and you are going to get flagged. And the IRS is going to become looking at you every single year. After that. After that. And you didn't know. You met some guy on the street that said he could save you how much money? And you're like, sure, sounds great. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that either. Okay. Make sure that you're checking the background of the people that you're working with. Okay. Okay. So level eight strategies. Let's talk about that. If someone were to approach me and say, I want a level 10 strategy, I'd say, you know what? I really don't think that's wise. Okay, because level 10 is going to flag you. Level 10 is going to cause you to be on that audit list every single year. Yeah. Okay. But a level eight means that we can get you instead of that $5,000 savings at a level zero or one, level eight might mean 30 or 40,000 might mean per strategy. Typically, someone like me, a certified tax strategist, we're looking at a minimum of 360 strategies for each client. Wow. Wow. So if you're talking about $20,000 strategy at an average, and maybe out of 360 strategies, 100 of them work for you, 20,000 times 100, how much money are we saving on your tax bill every year? Um, Wow. Millions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, 200,000 a year minimum, right? So it's good stuff. So anyway. Okay. And what is a uh, level nine ten? We're both going to jail. A level nine ten is we're all going to jail. Yeah, we don't we don't want to go to jail. Yeah. Okay, so that sets the stage, yeah. right? So yeah. this is probably blowing a lot of minds of the listeners right now because they're like, uh, I thought I was in good hands with my CPA, who's my dad used for five or you know fifteen right. years, but now you know, guys. And what are we here to do? Help gym owners win this single. Strat like having Shauna on your team most likely be the most important thing that you do this year, like for your business. Why wouldn't it be? Like if you have somebody telling you, hey, and we're going to get into strategies yeah. right now, do this, this, and this. And if you do it, we're going to save you 20 grand at the end of the year. That's 20 grand you're not writing a you know, check to. And we talked about it recently. It's not just what you make. It's about what, it's you, what keep. you keep. That alone changes the business of everyone that's listening. Attention gym owners, are you ready to take your business to the next level? Join our exclusive Facebook group, Profit Accelerator, and unlock the potential to scale your gym to $30,000 a month and beyond. In the Profit Accelerator group, we're going to focus solely on helping gym owners just like you win. We offer regular training sessions and share our best proven strategies to boost your business. Join us now by searching for Profit Accelerator on Facebook. Be part of a community that's all about success and growth, the Profit Accelerator, where gym owners thrive. All right, now let's get back to the show. Well, and what could you guys do with $20,000, right? There are so many business owners that are looking at their stuff going, God, if I only had another $5,000, I could implement that new system or get this new staff member that I really need to just explode my business. 20 grand, easy, done. Now you can do both. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. So, okay, beautiful. 
stage is set. Okay, we're gemmers. You know the business very well yes. because of working with me, obviously. And we've done some cool things. Yeah. Things when you told me about <laughs> it, I was like, uh, sweet. I didn't even know this existed. So let's start with strategy number one that gym owners could use that they have no idea exists. Absolutely. So I'm going to pick on the one that almost everyone can use. Okay. So let's start with the basics. So you have to own your home. Okay. You can have a mortgage on the home, but you can't be renting for this particular thing. You have to own the home. It's called the master's exemption. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. I love this thing. I love this thing. So it comes from the golf tournament out in Augusta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. All right. And basically what happened is along the golf course, you have a lot of senators' homes, congressmen's homes, right? They wanted to be able to earn rental income, right? Rent out their homes, earn rental income, but not pay any tax. Yeah. Isn't that sweet? Isn't that sweet? They literally wrote themselves their own law. Okay. Let's take this back for a second. Okay. The senators mm-hmm. own the homes. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't they write the own? They're in charge of the law, improving the exactly. laws, right? So, yep. so okay. So they did this for themselves. But by default, it's also available to the regular you folks. You got okay. it. Once a law is in place, it is available to everyone if you know it exists. Knowing okay. it exists Master's is key. tax. Okay, what Master's is it? Master's exemption. You got it. So effectively, your business can rent your home from you for events, Okay. And we're kind of laying a little bit of a stage here. So it can rent your home from you for events. It can do that 14 times a year. And whatever the rental income is from that rental is not taxable. Okay. At all. So it's almost like you're paying yourself a salary untaxed. Well, we don't want to call it salary because that would make the IRS unhappy. But but you're collecting money. You are collecting money. (laughs) Correct. And it's rental income. It's an income. It's an income item. And it's not taxable. Not taxable unless you go past 14 days. So don't do 15. 14 is your max cap, okay? And there has to be a business reason for it. So in the gym industry, you guys have the easiest reason for this because most of you guys all have staff, right? Mm -hmm. Hold your staff meetings at your house. Have the business pay rent to your home, right, to your personal world for that rent. For the staff meeting and that income, that rental income is non-tax. So this does two things. It reduces your profit mm-hmm. on the business, yep. which reduces your tax burden. Correct. Yep. It gives you money as the individual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can lower your payroll if you wanted to that you're paying yourself, which oh, yeah. is a lower tax. Obviously, everybody knows when they pay themselves, there's taxes that come out of that and there's taxes yep. that the business matches on that. So you're getting around that one as well. Mm-hmm. And you actually have the cash in your bank as the owner yep. untaxed. Yep. Wonderful. Okay, 14 <laughs> events a year. Wonderful. Super duper cool. Now, mm-hmm. this doesn't only work on your primary residence. It works on any physical home that you own that has at least a bathroom, a kitchen, and a bedroom. Okay? So a lot of boats have a bathroom, a kitchen, a bedroom. Oh, darn. A lot of uh, RVs, big mobile homes, bathroom, kitchen, bedroom. Okay. Okay. That's what qualifies as a rental. That is what qualifies as a home, right? Okay. It must have a bathroom, kitchen, bedroom. Okay. okay cool. So if you wanted to buy a cabin up north, okay, yep. you could do when. the same thing. When, not yeah. when. Good when. call. When Let's you buy the cabin up north. So I right? have two locations, like if I own both. Uh huh. Yep. So you have a like your primary home and you have a cabin, right? You can do 14 days at your primary home here and you can do 14 days at your cabin. So 28 days worth of rent. Okay. Okay. And, and let's define the rental rate. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a big one. So you want to call three conference centers, right? Because these are business meetings, right? Your business is paying you to rent business space in your home. So you want to call three conference rooms near where you live 
and get the average rate for your home square footage, the area in which people are going to be. So let's say you've got a typical three-bedroom, two-bathroom house, right? You're not really going to have your staff members roaming around in your personal bedrooms and things, right? So Maybe. It depends on, uh, <laughs> it depends on what kind of party kind of you're throwing. Right, yeah. exactly. uh, oh, my. What kind of party are you <laughs> So, you know, really, if that's, let's say that's 2,000 square feet, we're going to knock off 600 square feet for the bedrooms, okay. right? So you're going to call the conference center and find out, if I were to rent 1,400 square feet from you for a day, what is that rental rate? Got okay. It. Now, physically, currently, we are filming this in North Scottsdale. And in North Scottsdale, the room rent for a space like that is almost, I think we calculated like $3,000 per event. Event, yeah. Yeah. So if you're at $3,000 per event times 14 events, right, you've got a massive chunk of free money. 42,000? Let's see, 30 plus another 12, 42. You got it. $42,000 of tax-free money. Holy moly. Tax-free. Well, Love it. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I've yeah. done it. I've yeah, been yeah, doing it. it. So, okay. So the master's exemption. Master's exemption. And that's one of the 360? That's one of 360. Okay. Let's just end the podcast now. <laughs> done. Yeah, there <laughs> done. you go. Okay. So right now going through Jim Owner's head is like, how do I yes. get a hold of Sean? I think we set up a special link for you. Yep. We it? have, yeah. PFMarketingSolutions.com slash tax goddess. Awesome. With, with two S's. Yes. <laughs> <Do these two. laughs> so, so if you want if you want to book a call with Shauna, go to pfmarketingsolutions.com slash tax goddess. On that call, what would you do with the gym owners? The very first thing that we want to do is analyze where you're at, right? Okay. We don't know how to get you to where you're going to go with these tax savings until we know where you're at. So looking at the tax returns, asking you questions, I want to crawl into your mind because I want to know where you're trying to go. Do you have kids that you're trying to put through college? Are you worried about your retirement? What are the purposes that you're going to want this money that you're going to save? What are you going to do with it? All of those little pieces change the way that we build a plan for you so that each plan is custom to you, to your family, to your businesses. Okay. Yeah. So you're just going to investigate and then you're going to maybe... What? You got it. Give them a strategy or what? Well, yeah. So that's always step one, right? Okay. Is investigate, look at everything, figure out which strategies could work for you. Yep. Now, because you're part of the Built to Grow podcast Ooh, team, yeah. all the good bits, yeah. yes, I would be happy to give one strategy that okay. will absolutely save you money. And, you know, really, it just comes to the question of implementing. We kind of started off a little bit earlier today talking about it's January, right? A lot of people wait to implement strategies until December 1st, right? That's when they're thinking about it. But if you wait, how are you possibly going to hold 14 events in the month of December on its... Now, Tim could do it. I have no doubt. But, you know, for most people, you're doing an event per month or whatever. You need time to be able to implement sure. these strategies well. Yes. Okay, cool. So get on a call with Sean. It's a no-brainer. I, I recommend every single gym owner, big or small. Or any business owner, really. Yeah. I mean, even we have like personal trainers that are, yeah. don't own the business like in the buildings and stuff, but they're doing yep. like independent training. If you, that, that would be a good fit for you as well. So, yep. okay, cool. Let's get into another strategy. <laughs> okay. So my next favorite one is for those of you that have children. Okay. Now, children are generally extremely expensive, right? Mm -hmm. Often they now have private schools and they have music lessons and they have band camp and karate and I mean... Toys and all the things, right? Food. Children are food. They eat your food. <laughs> they eat you out of That's house why I don't and have home. Oh. <laughs> so there is a specific strategy for children that are between the ages of seven and under 18, okay. right? So 17 and 364 days. You can pay a child to work for your business, okay? 
you can pay them up to $17,700. Now, this just went up by $200 from last year, okay? So $17,700. That entire dollar amount is not taxable to the child, and it's a deduction for your business. So let me give you a really good example. I've got husband and wife. They have eight children. Yeah, (laughs) a few children, a few children, eight children. Four of those children are currently in between those ages, right? Seven to 17, okay? So four times the 17,000, 17,700, right? They are not paying tax on almost $74,000 a year, okay? Okay, so that goes from the business account Mm -hmm. through payroll? Through payroll. Through payroll to the child. Correct, yeah. They don't have to file, the child does not have to file a tax return. So there's two pieces to this. Yeah. Okay. So step one, you're correct, right? We're actually going to pay the child. The child needs to do a job. Yep. Okay. Now, the really cool thing about this is that the job, you can pay the child to do whatever the job is at the fair market value of an adult. Okay. okay. Hmm, so cool. yeah. So let's say you've got a 14-year-old that is absolutely spectacular at Facebook and Instagram and all these things. Okay. And you're currently paying an SEO professional $150 an hour to go do this stuff for you. Okay. okay? You can now pay your 14-year-old $150 an hour to do this work for you. So getting them up to those wage rates is pretty easy. Even little ones, your seven-year-olds, they can sweep the floor, they can empty trash bins, they can shred, right? So there's always a job for them to do. Okay. Okay. So we've got a job. We're going to pay them through payroll. The very next step then is most parents are like, well, wait, I don't want to hand over $17,000 to my seven-year-old, yeah, right? Like, how, how is this going to work? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. So generally, the children don't even really need to know that they're being paid, okay? So when that seventeen seven hits the bank account for the child, the very first thing as parents that I suggest that you do is put 5500 into an IRA, okay? If it's a traditional IRA account, that will make a deduction on the personal tax return for the child. So the child does need to file a tax return, right? Because you've got a report. They've received the income. We've put money into the IRA. But the remaining dollar amount, the 12-2, is not taxable at all. So you will file a tax return, but it's zero tax. Okay. So if your tax bracket is now 35-40, 45-50%, you just got, yeah, the rates are getting up there. Who, who pays 50%? <laughs> well, not you. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, so once the child, you're basically getting that 12, the 17, seven out of your tax bracket and into the 0% bracket. Got it. Wow. Yeah. And I, we just did this this year with Alexandra. Mm -hmm. Yep. She finally turned seven. Our little tax gold mine. Thank you. (laughs) And you know, what's funny is when we first met, she was like, well, she wasn't even born yet. Yeah. You were saying if you have kids. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. You brought this up years and years ago. So preparation before, not when you need it. (laughs) January, not December. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Have kids just for tax. Oh, no. Have kids uh... and buy houses (laughs) for tax benefits. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Now, what about the master's exemption? I am thinking about a couple of gym owners that actually own like Airbnbs. Okay. Bunch of those. Those won't work? Airbnbs won't work because you have more than 14 days of rental. Right. Because typically if it's Airbnb, you have two nights here and a week there and another two weeks over here. So if you're currently renting it out more than 14 to the- It won't work. It won't work. Good point. Correct. Good point. Okay. So so don't do it if it's Airbnb. Now, there's got to be some big strategies for like, we're we're leasing this space. We're looking at building a building. Mm -hmm. Like you lit up when I told you you this. And I know there's some gym owners that own buildings right now that we speak with. Those guys are like- in great shape, right? As far as taxes go? Well, the question always is, did someone tell them about the strategies, right? But (laughs) owning a building, absolutely. If you can own, own. 
Absolutely, hands down, every single time. Okay? okay. So two major reasons there. One, if you own the building, of course, you're not paying rent to anybody else, right? You're paying rent to yourself. And you're growing your own asset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can control the rents within reason. So if you need to shift money from one entity to another entity for whatever other tax strategies we're doing, that can be done, okay. right? Which is really handy. The biggest tax strategy for someone that physically owns property is something called a cost segregation study. And effectively what it is, is that when you build a building, right, it's not just blocks, right? I mean, there's doors, there's carpeting, there's wiring, there's lighting, there's all sorts of things that go into building a building. If you have that listing, the IRS will actually allow you to increase the speed of your depreciation on those assets. So a typical commercial building is depreciated over 39 years. Not sexy at all, right? You get barely any write-off for the thing. But if you do a cost segregation study, you're pulling things like walls, right? You're pulling these back to five-year assets. So if all of the walls inside the building cost you $100,000 to do your build-out, right, your tenant improvements, now that $100,000 is depreciated over five years instead of 39 years. So you get massive wow. tax deductions Early. in the first year. Yeah. yeah. First five years, first, five first years. seven years, first 10 years. And you can do that individually on plumbing, on doors, on... Everything. Literally So, everything. So when you're building the building, obviously you need to have your divisions all broken out and all Correct. your estimates on everything. Yeah, Correct. Cool. Which your now, general contractor will do that for you. They will. And if you already own a building, right? Like you're talking about buying and building. So you're ahead of the game as oh, yeah. usual. Yeah. But if you've already bought the building, and let's say you bought the building seven years ago, but no one ever told you about cost seg, it's not that this strategy is lost. You can actually hire an engineering firm to come in and analyze all of the different pieces in your building. Even cooler, the seven years worth of depreciation that you should have gotten, you get to take them all on the first year tax return when you do the cost segregation study. Oh my gosh. Okay. If well, you're owning if you own your business, call you own, Sean. Yes, own the building right here, yes, right now. Yes. Do this. Super important. How do they do that? How do they get on a call? PFmarketingsolutions.com <laughs> slash tax goddess. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. This is a no brainer, guys. I mean, I'm not going to keep going. I know people are like freaking out right now. They want to get on the call with you. I'm sure you probably are going to be booked up solid after this. But, you know, guys, this should open your eyes really big to there's things out there that you don't know about that you should know about. And hopefully you're getting some value out of the, this podcast from past episodes, this one in general. I mean, the more you know, the more you know. Absolutely. And when I was talking about our Iron Circle event, it was all about the conversations that are had with higher level individuals. These are the types of things that get brought up that you wouldn't otherwise know about. So we're bringing you in to a little piece of our world and what our Iron Circle folks got and some of our summit folks got. We're going to have you back out for the other summit that's going to be, I think, May now. We're pushing it to May in Nashville. That'll be a great yeah. event. Awesome more details on that one for the next growth summit. So if you want to meet Sean in person, that might be a good time to do it. But I I really suggest you guys get on a call. Is there anything else you want to bring up before we we close her down here? You know, the biggest thing only because of timing, there was a new tax law that was passed called the Secure Act, and it's huge in the news right now. And really what you guys need to know as business owners is that there's kind of been a push over the past five to seven years to Social Security may or may not still be around, okay? So if you guys are only doing your traditional retirement type stuff, okay, 401ks and SEPs and simples, okay, if that's all you're doing and you might have plans to rely on Social Security, please don't. Please don't. Please don't trust our government that they are going to have the money for you when you retire. Okay. You need to put it away for yourself. 
There are some amazing programs to do that. Okay, I'm going to throw out some names. So if anyone has questions, reach out. But infinite banking, premium financing, and something called strategic risk alternatives. Okay, Okay. those three things. And it's only for business owners. That's the part that I absolutely love. You as business owners can put away 50,000, 100,000, 200,000, 600,000. I've seen the highest I've ever seen is 1.2 million per year. If you're making that kind of money, you can put that kind of money into your retirement accounts. You have full control over it. It's not the government controlling your retirement. Okay. Huge. Yeah. Huge. You can invest in any asset you want. It's you, 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 right? It's all about what you want and your control. So if you're relying on somebody else to do your retirement, quit, stop, (laughs) take a look at what you can do for yourself. Can you help people with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Unreal. I like the fact that, like you said, the conversation that was had in that room, I mean, Shauna lit up a room of $400,000 earners and above. Like all of you guys listening, if you don't see the value and what she's bringing to the table, you need to understand the immense value being given here. Like get on a call because (laughs) you will save more money, make more money this year as a result of that. Without a doubt, it's almost no way around it. And that's what we want. I want you guys to have that money in your pocket because it's ridiculous to me that anyone besides you who's working your buns off to go get that money has that money in their hands. Absolutely insane to me. Amen to that. Yeah. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winningjim.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. And that's what it's going to be our biggest focus for the Iron Circle is net profit, right? Mm-hmm. Keeping the money and then strategies behind it, right? Because yeah. you can ha- lower your expenses and then all of a sudden you have more net profit, which in a normal world, which means more taxes paid. Mm-hmm. Yep. So just because we're reducing expenses, growing the gross revenue higher, and we're making this net profit big, nice chunk at every end of every month, yep. if you don't have the strategies in place, you're just going to write a bigger check. Yep. And that's the unfortunate thing that happens to almost all yep. of us. It's yeah. like, oh, we made more. Well, it just means a bigger tax check to somebody yeah, else. Absolutely. You know? And you work with all kinds of businesses, not obviously Correct. just gyms. Correct. There's listeners that are in different industries and people yep. that know other people, like their parents, maybe they own like maybe- Spouses. You get a lot of people where one person is the gym owner and the other person's a real estate agent or whatever. It's, yeah. As long as you are in business in any way. So basically that means not a W-2 employee. And that right there is another huge strategy. Quit being a W-2. Well, this Ask is, your well, boss if they can be a 1099. Okay. There's now, what, what about, let's think about this. What if you are an employee? Okay. And you're earning money from, like you're a trainer at a gym. You're Great. listening to this podcast. Cool. Yeah. Could you start up a side business? Yes. You read up. my mind. You Absolutely. could up, start up a side business. Yes. And. Now you have a business. Okay. And therefore, you can get all of the write-offs, all of the strategies. You can use everything that you That can. would offset your- It offsets your the W-2. The W-2. Yeah. Sure. Yep, you got so it. that's something if you're not a gym owner and you want some strategy that way, there's angles. Mm-hmm. Here's what's funny. We'll get a little political here in a second. What people don't understand is that these laws are out there. I mean, yeah. typically, they're, they're developed by the senators mm-hmm. and the people that have a lot of wealth to save them the from money. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. But, but here's the thing. These are all legal. 
They're yeah, legal. I was going to touch on all that. And yeah. so when you hear about, oh, Jeff Bezos and didn't so, pay yeah. taxes and he's a billionaire or Donald Trump didn't, didn't pay taxes and everybody's looking at that like they skated around the law. No, they followed the law yep. to the T. These 360 plus strategies are there for them to use. Yep. Therefore, they used them to their benefit, just like you couldn't as well. Yep. And they paid net zero. And that's not a bad thing. And to me, that's a sign that's of intelligence. Goal. Is that's it not? Yeah, like, like that is exactly <laughs> what we all should be aiming and focused yes. on. But you listen yes. to the people and they're like, they should pay more because they're making more. Well, they're paying what they are legally what? obligated to pay. Not What's a penny the, more. What is the, yeah. like, what are you upset about? Good for them. It's called jealousy and that's a victim. Well, it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot <laughs> there's of things. And we, there's a lot of thoughts around why people think that if somebody makes more money, they should owe more or it's, pay yeah, more. It's a scarcity mindset yeah. from the mm -hmm. core. Those people mm -hmm. think that because others have, they can't. Yeah. And that's, that's not, not true. the truth. Mm -mm. It's not true. Anyone can walk out their door this morning, this afternoon, and set up a small business, hang out your shingle, get one client, one, to pay you $100. You are now in, in business. business. And every single strategy can apply to you. All of them. You have to I gotta have leave, a guys. business. He's going to start. <laughs> there's, there's a flower stand. He, he's going to open up. I'm on the corner holding Tim's sign. <laughs> I'm an independent sign holder, guys. You know, right. I'll tell you. And for a lot of people, you know, going back to the W-2 thing, well, I'm not so sure and I don't know how to do it. And there's a lot of things. And how do I get education? There is so much education online. Just make sure that you're looking at the credentials of the person that's giving you that information, right? Well, stop talking to who you are talking to. Just talk to Shauna. <laughs> That's the answer. Smartest answer. Yeah, oh, there like, you go. What, are you, what are you even like wasting your time, right? There's one other thing. You brought up W2 versus 1099. Yeah. This is hot in the fitness industry. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is very hot because yeah. this is a thing where some gyms pay their guys as independent guys, girls, you know, Whoever, coaches, yeah. as, as independent contractors. Mm -hmm. Some are paying as employees. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to settle the score as to what's legal and what's not because- Yeah, it's a big score and that's why there's differences between the two. So let's back up from the standpoint of the IRS, okay? It's all about control, okay? So you do, as we were talking, you do have to follow the law, right? You can't get around the law, period. The law is the law, okay? Go ahead. Real quick. Yeah. A 1099 employee would yeah. be a contractor that you'd pay and then they would be obligated to pay their own taxes. Correct. The yeah. business doesn't pay taxes for them. That is correct. Yeah. W-2 employee, you're paying payroll, mm -hmm. they're paying taxes on their own, and the business owner is paying to match. Yeah, and the things. business owner is paying to match the taxes plus any benefits plus and okay. Da -da 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 -da. Yeah. okay, so that's defined. So some yeah. of you out there are paying your coaches as contractors and some are paying as employees. Yeah. What's the line in the sand? Control. Go it's ahead. all about control. So with a W-2, right, the IRS looks at it and says, okay, does this particular coach, John, okay, does John have the ability to go out and earn revenue in another way or not? That's kind of the end of it. Well, anybody can. Well, yeah. Okay, go ahead. But that's the answer, right? So really what you're looking at is a couple of pieces. One is, did you have your person, John, okay, did John sign contracts with your business? Okay. What do those contracts say? Does he have a non-compete that says that he cannot work at any other gym anywhere forever for the next 10 years? Okay, then you have a massive amount of control, right? So he's going to lean, the IRS would lean more towards the W-2 side because you control his ability to earn money. Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay. But if basically the deal is you show up, you get clients, you get paid, 1099. What if 
because there were some other things like you set their schedule for them. Mm-hmm. You make them wear your shirt yeah, and logo. Yeah, mm-hmm. the clothing you, and logo. You tell them how to train the clients mm-hmm. as the gym. Mm-hmm. Would that be a, still a 1099 or no? So there's actually a 20 factor list. Thought okay. So. Yeah. There's a 20 factor list that looks at the difference between is this person a W2 or is it a 1099? Okay. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, there is no line in the sand because it's a 20 factor list and it's completely subjective. Right. So what you're trying to do is lean less on the side of control. Okay. We would like you to wear our shirts. We would like you to train in this way. We would like you to do these things. But if they do it the other way, you're not going to fire them because you said, I would like to, not have to. Interesting. If you demand, yeah, it's tough. Because then if you demand, you're going to do it this way and you're going to wear it this way. The one thing that comes to mind, similar like idea and position is caddies. Because caddies are nine, almost everyone I know is an independent contractor, but guaranteed that they're wearing... Because there's also a level of professionalism, yeah, that is expected out of the job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so that's a conversation I've had with a lot of my friends are mm -hmm, caddies in mm -hmm. in the area. So 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 it it is interesting. Let me let me ask this question. So if a gym owner right now is paying W two and he's all of a sudden says, "All right, everybody's ten ninety nine this year because of the control thing," and we and they decide that that's there's no control, right? Those people are now all business owners, correct? So then they automatically get the benefits of this tax strategy. So you got to, it. So that could be a reason why you would tell them you're going that way. But I, I really yeah. suggest, guys, I don't want you to go run off and change. There's, no, don't do that. <laughs> when we when we did this analysis, yeah. we were W two here. Yeah. We just were. There was no way around it at the time. Maybe things have changed, but there's 20 factors, yeah. and we were like 19 of them. Yeah, we're on that list. Yeah, and we're telling our coaches when to be here. We set their schedules. Right. Can they not go get another job? No, they can. Anybody can. Like you can go sell stuff on Craigslist. It's a yeah. business, technically. I'm going to hold up the sign, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to hold yeah. up Tim's $350 uh, sign outside. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Spin the thing. Yeah. Shirt's off. Huh? Yeah. So, oh, <laughs> oh winner bod. Uh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, so really this is why you want someone on your team, right, to play that offensive, to help you look at it and say, you know what? Really, listen, of the 10 coaches <laughs> that you have, these six have to be W-2. Yeah. These four can go 1099 because they meet this other set of criteria. So you can split them as well. And really, it's a benefit to the business to pay 1099s. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. W-2 employees come with more costs. You're paying one half of the self-employment tax cost. So 7.65% right off the bat. That's just out of your pocket to the government. You're never going to see it. Your staff member's never going to see it, mm-hmm. right? With the 2018 tax law change that passed 1-1-2018, employees can no longer take their own business expenses. So for example, if a trainer brings in smoothies for their clients that morning or whatever, and that was a cost out of their own pocket, they cannot write that off. That or, is not or like their for them. shoes. Their shoes, their for, specialty clothes, whatever it is. They can't write that out. In 2018, that changed. That changed. As of 1118, that is now gone, period. Doesn't matter how much you spend, it is gone. So if it can work, right, if it can work, going 1099 is better for the business. Going 1099 is better for the staff, right, for your contractors in that case. There is some education. I'm a big fan of if you're a business owner and you have that knowledge or you can provide that education, educate your people. The more people that are educated on the proper way to do these things, the Mm -hmm. better. But yeah, would I suggest just going in one day and saying, that's it, you're all off payroll and you're all 1099? Yeah, be careful with this one because you could shoot yourself in the foot big because if you let's just say you're a gym doing all the 20 things on the list that says they're an employee but you're Mm -hmm. paying a 1099 what's the penalty on that you the gym owner will be responsible for paying all of the back payroll taxes for as many years as that person has been on 
and you don't get to go after the employee for their half, which means you're paying 15.3% just for FICA and Medicare, let alone workers' comp that you never paid, let alone the actual penalties for late filing oh, of payroll boy. taxes. I mean, we've seen cases, the, the largest case I've ever seen, it was a pair of doctors. They put everyone on 1099. They shouldn't have been. They all should have been W-2. It was something like six employees, not even a big number, okay? Mm -hmm. Six people, three years that they had them on 1099. The total amount that they owed the IRS with penalties and everything else was a little over $800,000 for six people. So the payroll is just not one of those areas that you want to muck around with. There are 360 other strategies, right? So let's go look at all of those before that. If you're doing it wrong, that's a level 10. And it's going to get you in trouble, right? Mm -hmm. Stick with those level eights or lower. Let's find you all the other savings, right? Yeah. So Brutal. Yeah. You don't want to mess around with this stuff. Again, everything is above the board, whatever, above on top of the table, whatever. Nothing's like shady here. It's just you got to be in the know. Yep. And you have to do it right. Because with any of these strategies, even a level two strategy, if you implement it incorrectly, if you don't fill out the right form, if you don't check the right box, you're still going to get audited and you're still going to get in trouble and you're still not going to see the benefits. So you've got to do it properly to get those benefits. Unbelievable. I mean, even with like the strategies you've discussed, like you said, you're not going to be in there in December trying to figure out how to take advantage of the master's. Yeah, exactly. So so preparation, knowing what you're going into in order to benefit at the back end. And having a plan. Yeah. Right. Knowing where you're trying to get to what are those goals are you trying to put you know daughter through college right okay well that means we need this much money in the bank Mm -hmm. account by the time she hits this age Mm -hmm. how are we going to do that right and having that plan very well laid out in detail with all of the step by step that's what we build for people yeah here is your plan now let's walk through it and get it done yeah and we've done it we've done it too so Thank you. This was an amazing episode. I think this is going to get a lot of chatter going. A lot of people are just going to be like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we saw it in the room. We saw a couple of the, uh, the yeah. people that, that did some big transactions just go, because they oh. missed the boat. You yep. missed the boat. The longer you yeah. wait on this mm-hmm. stuff, the more money you're going to end up losing because it's really, you're losing money. Yeah. So, and it's time specific. Like you talked about in the room, there was somebody who sold a big thing. There's a specific strategy for somebody selling a big thing. They sold their gym. They sold, they 20, sold 20, 20, 20 22 yeah. gems. Okay, they sold 22 <laughs> gems. If I had known about it three weeks before they signed that final paperwork, they would not have paid a lick, not one penny in tax, not one for 22 <laughs> gems. So that's why that guy in that room just kind of went, oh. Three weeks. Just died. Three weeks. Yeah. Oh, Killer. What a burn. Killer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> But you know better, Tim. You're fine. Yeah. (laughs) No, I know. I just put myself in their shoes. Like, God, that that has to be so painful. But like, guys, we've got your strategy right here. We got you the tool. We got you the coach. You're here. You're listening to the podcast. If you're still on this show, it's because you're interested. Get on this call with Shauna. I'm really trying to pump her up because she has been such a blessing to us and my family, my business, and being able to just, you just know how bad. I hate to t- pay that tax. And she's got my back. And that's what you need as a gym owner, being on an island all the time, always fending for yourself. Be smart. Get people on your team like Shauna or other people to look out for you as the mm-hmm. business. Yeah. That's your baby is the business. So yeah. look out for it, guys. Until next time, keep changing lives and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you have any questions that you'd like us to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? All you got to do is three simple things. Number one, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. 
Number two, in that review, go ahead and leave us a question on anything you want us to answer. And number three, if you'd like us to give you a shout out, just go ahead and leave your handle right there in the review and we'll make sure to do that on the next episode. That's all. All you got to do then is then listen to hear your questions answered live, raw, and uncut. Join us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great. Bye.